Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Wrestling Index Podcast. As always, your boy TK in the house. And if you're watching live right now on Flirts Type Sports YouTube, you can see I am not alone. I will start up top. We'll go to the bottom. I got a bunch of my boys in the house with me following a killer AEW Grand Slam tonight. Or maybe it wasn't two, one or two of us. Starting with Marcus from the World Elite Podcast and the ATB Saints. What's going on, brother? How you doing tonight? What is up? Good to be back. And wasn't too fond with tonight's show. A couple good things happened, but the rest was... And that was maybe the one or two I was talking about. And uh, we got my partner, my weekly partner in the house right below me, Justin from the In Time Wrestling Podcast. Too sweet me, baby. Too sweet me. What is up? What is up? I got to say, it was a pretty solid show. Pretty solid show tonight. Little here, little here and there on it. We'll get to it when we get to it. All right. All right. Thanks for being back. Thanks for joining me. As always, brother, thanks for being here. And... Last but not least for right now, we got another guest coming here shortly, but my guy, my boy from Cage My IQ, Dan Bakley in the house. What's good, brother? How you feeling? I just want to say that Justin is everybody's uh, partner. He's like the, the claimed <laughs> of the of the league. And I'm just going to say that because he's always on the other side. <laughs> Justin, Justin's the best partner you can ask for. He's here yeah, with me yeah. every Wednesday after Dynamite, tuning in, joining on, jumping on with me. And tonight, we all are here. We're here to talk AEW Grand Slam. Some quick, quick housekeeping. You can find the Wrestling Index podcast right here on Floor Cyber Sports YouTube, floorcybersports.com, Visionaries Global Media Network, and all major audio platforms. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out floorcybersports.com. A lot of awesome football, fantasy football lists, and definitely wrestling content on there. So check it out. We got our first comment of the night. Dylan in the house. What's up, guys? Dylan, too sweet me. Thanks for tuning in, baby. And let's just jump right into it. I thought the show fucking banged and banged hard. Marcus, I know you had fucking other feelings on it. So before we swing it around, before Brett gets here and fucking throws his big dick weight around as he will. Marcus, talk about why you didn't like the show tonight. Chris Jericho, the Ring of Honor world champion. That's the number one reason why. Two, I mean... We all got swerved in this one. We thought, oh, it was Brian's turn to be the AEW World Champion. But this is, what, seven in a row now he lost? Seven big matches in a row? He sucks now. And I was waiting for MJF to crash the party, but something told me they immediately were cutting off the time limit. It wasn't going to happen. We didn't even get to see the so-called altercation with BBC in the ring when uh, Brian kind of shoved Regal a bit. Or whatever happened there. Like, the camera cut off. Like, what the fuck? That's just my three hates about this show. Everything else I enjoyed. Uh, We got Paige now, a.k.a. Soraya, made her debut. And the Acclaim are the finally fucking tag team champions, I will say. That's the two best things of the night. I will tune in for night two. But I don't know what I'm more hyped for for night two. 
out uh, maybe Ricky Starks versus Hobbs. That match is gonna be beggars. Now we're getting uh Wardlow in a tag team match on a uh, night two. I'm looking forward to that. But other than that, uh, of course I want to see Hook, but I just want to see Hook. I don't care about 2.0. I don't care about his his rapping buddy Action Bronson. Just send me more Hook and let me see uh Wardlow and Samoa Joe in tag team action. That's all I really care about for night two. I mean, Ricky and Hobbs though, in in Lights Out is sounding kind of convincing to me. So that that will probably main event too. I was thinking Sting and Darby and House of Black would main event. I, I think it might be uh, Hobbs and Starks now. I bet you it's going to be Bronson, Bronson and uh, Hook against. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you. No. How much you want to bet? How much as you want to bet? Hey, hey, as long as it's not Jade Cargill and Diamante, I'm good with that. <laughs> I can guarantee What up, Brocast? What up, Brocast? In the future. Oh, in the future. What's up, baby? And we got what's up, Tim, Justin, KJ, and Marcus Brocast. Let me cheers it up to you. Tom, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here as always, baby. Let's keep swinging it around though before we like deep dive into the night. Justin, what was your overall take of the evening? I, I again, I thought the show was actually really solid. Yeah, there was some like nitpicks, like I'm gonna have like clearly Jericho, like fucking why? Like, I get it. If ROH is coming to a TV deal, like you give it to Jericho, like, but my god, I don't need Jericho as a fucking champion again. Come on, <laughs> ridiculous. Like, the women's match was just what it was. Like, I, I thought it was fine. Like, I think the whole thing now with, with Jamie Hayter is fucking stupid. I think it's all been pointless now. Like, completely. We had this whole, she's teasing going by herself, and now she's just right back with Britt again. Like, absolutely fucking pointless. But, you know, we get Paige, which is awesome. Like, yes, there's going to be a lot of concerns for wrestling fans with her, you know, like, can anything happen at this point? You never know, but we're hoping that it doesn't. If just, you know, and even the main event, like with Moxley winning, like I'm not really disappointed that Moxley won, kind of actually more expected it to be Moxley than Brian, as much as I would have loved it to be Brian. But, you know, like MJF's been been building the feud with Moxley more than he has with Brian. So it's kind of obvious that it was going to end up on Mox. Like, at this point, though, can we just cut the bullshit, like, and stop freaking giving all and mixing all this bullshit with, Mo, like, Mox, Mox's title runs? Like, come on. Every time he gets this title lately, he has it for, like, a short span because of some bullshit, and then some bullshit happens, and then he's getting the title right back. And it's like, well, why are we taking it off of him then? Just leave it on him at this point. Yeah, you're not wrong, and they probably – I mean, if they knew that CM Punk was going to be a complete and utter fucking piece of shit after, they probably would have kept it on him, or that he got hurt. I'm sure they would have kept it on fucking Mox. Bakley, what would you think about the show? I, I like the show. I thought it was good. Like, I get why people are not going to like Chris Jericho getting the title. At first, I'm like, it's definitely going to be Claudio, but then it's like it makes you think, like, the first time Dynamite came on air, who was the champion? It was Chris Jericho, who's probably the biggest name on your roster. It's Jericho. He's the locker room leader right now, him and Moxley and, and Danderson. So if you're looking to launch a show like Ring of Honor, 
who do you want as the champion to make people tune in? Chris Jericho. He might be past his prime, per se, but he's going to be a big name where they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to tune into the show to watch it because Jericho's on it. And I think he'd be a good name to have on a premiere. So you want to cash in on that spot there. And who, who knows? It could be a situation where you have him defend it and he loses it on the on on the debut episode of Ring of Honor whenever you start it out. But I'm okay with that. A lot of people are talking about Moxley and Danerson. This just further more the point that we think that he's going to get cashed in on and MJF is going to win the title because – I remember me and you talked about it, Tim, before when you're live. Like, why are you gonna have Danerson win it to then just have him lose it to, uh, to MJF like a month right. or two down the line? It just right. would make no sense. As much as we wanted him to win it, it just didn't make any sense. So you have uh, you have a uh, MJF cash in on uh, Moxley, and then after <laughs> and then afterwards. Uh, then you could probably revisit Danerson uh, winning the title. But you know the end game is putting the belt on MJF, and that's what it was the whole time with CM Punk. And I can't keep a straight face with <laughs> with Brett like <laughs> below. What? I'm surprised you kept going for as long as you did. What? I know that was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, brother? Thanks for joining the show. Brett from yeah. the Brain Buster Boys. What's going on, man? What were, you, what were your thoughts overall on oh the show? Oh, my tonight? God. Oh, man. Um, shocking finish, uh, but I love it. Not shocking, but surprised for sure. I, you know, I'd peg Danielson to win it from the get-go, but like Dan was just saying, and Tim, I know you and I talked, if the plan is to get the belt to MJF, then I think this is the right call. Um, the match ruled for sure. Um, Danielson had another gear out there. Mox on the defensive was very interesting. Um, I thought the show as a whole, I don't want to say was disappointing or underwhelming, but I, it didn't exceed expectations. Let's put it that way, but I still really, really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know how deep you want me to get here. I guess that's pretty surface level, but yeah, surprised that Mox won. I thought they showed MJF on camera about 50 too many times during that main event. Like, come <laughs> on. Too many times. Like, I can't imagine being in the crowd there and people far away watching the Jumbotron, and then it's just MJF instead of the match for half of it. Like, yeah. I thought that was very, very over the top. Um, I'm glad he didn't fucking cash it in. I'm sure we'll get to that later. Um, but, yeah, still very, very good show. Didn't exceed expectations. Didn't I'd say it hit it on the mark. Um, yeah, fun, fun times. Yeah, so I'm with you a lot. I I don't think that it hit expectations at all. But how does a show like that live up to live up to expectations? I was fine with Jericho going over because, like you guys said, and like Eli mentioned on the pregame show earlier before uh, Grand Slam today. Jericho's the guy. If they're going to get a TV deal, Jericho's quote unquote like their Hulk Hogan. All right. He's the biggest name on their roster. So who better than to lead them into a new show than Chris Jericho? Plus, we've talked for months on end. What is for a face? It's all in the chase, right? So what's better than Claudio chasing Jericho, right? And that's what they're going to do. Claudio will chase Jericho. He'll eventually get the belt back or. What if it could be? I'm not trying to like future fantasy book, 
a guy like Wheeler Yuta, a guy like Daniel Garcia. There are a lot of options to take that belt from Jericho down the road. And if you want a network television deal, that's why you put it on Jericho. He cheated to win. Claudio will chase him to get it back. Overall, I thought the show was good. Again, it's hard to live up to or exceed expectations. I thought the show was going to be an 11 out of 10 going into it. The Acclaim versus Swerving Our Glory match, while it gave us the moment of the Acclaim winning, the match itself wasn't great. But it was just like we talked about in the WWE with the Usos and Street Profits. When they had their banger of a match, they followed it up with not a non-stipulation match. You're not going to get equal quality following up a match like that. And their match was five stars, in my opinion, at uh, Double or Nothing. Or um, All Out, I'm sorry. Bakley, what were you going to say, bro? Uh, the quick point I just want to make, it's going to be hard to top something from a pay-per-view when on the pay-per-view they give you a lot more time and a lot more leeway to do things where on national television, you're on a time crunch. You only got two hours. So you kind of, no matter what, have to cram things in, especially when you have five matches there, plus you had two promos. So it was going to be hard to top things to begin with. But I felt just with the time crunch that they had, they did their best to showcase as much as possible. I thought it was less the time and I thought it was still a good match, don't get me wrong. And I wasn't expecting it to exceed expectations, but I just thought there were a few sloppy things. And I thought the camera angle on the pin was bad because, like, you knew yeah. Keith Lee was on the outside. Uh, Bowens hit him, or Caster hit him, and then you see the pin, and then you see Keith Lee come in and kind of fall short, and then, like, uh, Swerve kicks out. And it's like, what just happened? So, like, yeah. that was that a little. Was- jumbly for me the boom box hit was weak and then something that like there was a real weird spot like coming off the top rope at one point like all that yeah, stuff at the end, i did the, i did like the fact that max actually sold the the leg injury and um, when he got hurt he didn't just act like up oh, i'm buying our son he sold it after the match he was still selling it that he was hurt with the I didn't want how they got to that though at all. Like they they fucked that up somewhere. Yeah, because I agree. He just comes off the top and just lands on his feet and then just kind of crumbles over. And, the and camera, I was like, oh, the camera angle sucked there too because yeah. you didn't even see him come off. Yeah. So yeah, that's not there. None of that was their fault. That was production. But yeah, uh, the moment was amazing. The crowd was boiling hot. Um, you know, I think. Someone said it in our chat, like, all right, they have to get the titles. And it's like, yeah, they really kind of did there. So, um, yeah, hats off to Swerve and Keith Lee, though. Like, what a run. You know, that's the best tag title run since the Young Bucks, I think, uh, without a doubt. And, like, it kind of started slow. But, man, the last, like, month and a half. And, hell, even that Forbidden Door pre-show match. I mean, I'm a huge Desperado Connemaro mark, but that match was fucking fire. So, and now Swerve is definitely heel, and he's he's an outstanding heel. Yeah, I think so too. So, yeah, good stuff for them, and uh, everybody loves the acclaim. I think I think watching that, I think watching that, you saw that even when he like attacked uh, both the acclaimed, Lee was standing like, "What are you doing? Why did you hit him from behind?" He was showcasing that he's still going to be a uh, face, but then Swerve is going to turn heel, and then that's probably where the dissension is going to happen, and then they're going to go their own ways. And Lee hasn't done anything heelish really either. Like Swerve was the one flipping off the camera at All Out, and he interrupted Caster's rap. So, yeah, that definitely checks out. 
his basketball coat was fucking awesome with all the teams Ooh. on the coat. Oh, I was yeah. like, Fire. I couldn't find the Pelicans. I'm pretty sure it was on the back because they're like <laughs> the worst. Then the well, worst team be. in the league. Yeah. Oh no, they're not. They're going to be good this year, baby. Oh yeah, Zion's back, baby. I mean, they Zion nice... and Brandon Ingram together. Yeah, yeah. they had a nice <laughs> little run. In the... And McCollum, dude. And McCollum. McCollum. Yep. We're not here to talk about the Pelicans. Is he still just saying they're good? We could. We could talk. <laughs> we we. I could talk hoops all day. Lonzo Ball's I mean, getting he, knee surgery sure. again. I'm unhappy. Anyway, anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's get the back on track. When MJF called Tony Schiavone a fat prick, that was <laughs> unfucking believable. You Tony Schiavone was like hands on Tony Schiavone. Damn it! That was such a pussy fall he took when he fucking barely touched him. MJF was so smooth during that whole segment, and yeah, I love just how seamless he just like, hey, what's up, Schiavone? You fat prick! Like it was just so, <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Tell William Regal how to teach you how to pop pills and it took a slap. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, great man. Like for the shortcomings, and they weren't even that big of shortcomings for MJF's promo last week. Like he's back, baby. Just you didn't need to show him on camera 90 times during the game. Yeah. No, not at all. He killed it from him. But let's run through this show. So let's start. I know Marcus, you already kind of talked about how you felt about this match. But you can give your full opinion, talk about it again, or we can move on to Bakley. Chris Jericho, Claudio, ROH World Championship. We have a new ROH World Champion. It's Chris Jericho. You know, we talked about it in the chat. Chris Jericho is never a world champion of WCW under the WCW wing. Sure, he was the unified champ where he won the WCW title. He was never the ECW champ. He was never the IWGP world champion. So, like, all these world titles he was claiming to hold, he never held. But now he is the ROH world champion. Marcus, how do you feel about this? Well, you know how I felt about it. I mean, Claudio getting hit with a low blow and a Judas effect to lose the title. I mean, I can understand if it was the cold breaker or something, but the worst move of all, you're going to lose with the worst move of all with a low blow? Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe he is the guy to help bring Ring of Honor back on television if they ever get this TV deal. They're going to do with him just like they did with AEW, <coughs> start him leading the way. I mean, if this puts him and Daniel Garcia in a title match down the road, I'm all in for that. I want I want to see a Daniel Garcia Jericho match, even if you got to put the ROH World Title on the line. Which I'm enjoying him as the pure champion. Hell, let him be a double champ if he got to. See, that to me is the freaking thing that should have been like, why'd they give him the world title? If you were going to stick him in a match with Daniel Garcia, why don't you just have him wrestle for the pure title? Let it breathe. I mean, like you got Gar- Garcia just won the pure title, you know. Let Jericho have some defenses, you know, start the TV or whatever's going to happen. And, yeah, I think Garcia going over him is an outstanding idea. But I feel like Jericho's above – I feel like Jericho's above the pure title at this point. And uh, the ROH is a real-world championship. <laughs> yes, and that is never more evident than right now. I wasn't going to say anything. Yo, what's up, Dan? Thanks for joining the chat from the four You families. knew I had to say something, Appreciate motherfucker. It. Hey, 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 hey. I will keep my comments and my thoughts to myself. You put that fucking belt on a real TV show. Give it a two-hour all-week <laughs> television show with Chris Jericho as world champion, Samoa Joe, Daniel Garcia, FTR. You have those kind of names repping ROH. 
yeah, it's his fucking world champion as you're going to fucking have. Right now, I'm still skeptical. But putting that world title on Jericho definitely adds more luster to it than than Claudio. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. What's, what's true is what's true. That's why what we were talking in the chat where Graydon said that this was a slap in the face of Claudio. I don't see it that way. You know, I appreciate his opinion for sure. But, sure. you know, he's passionate. He loves his R- He loves ROH. He's passionate about the brand. But I don't see... I don't see it as a slap in the face of Cesaro. I see it like they they are trying to bolster the ROH brand with Chris Jericho. Correct. Bakley, what do you think? Well, first, and because you guys said that he hasn't held the IWGTR, those other ones. Now Jericho is going to win them all. Just just to prove you wrong, you know it's going to happen because that's what Jericho right. does. We said he wasn't going to win the Ring of Honor. What what happens? It goes and wins it. But I'm with you on all those points on the uh, Ring of Honor. Like I said before, if you're going to start a show, Jericho's the name beast to get it going. And then, like, I'm just all about the the whole storyline of him and Jander Garcia. And then, who knows? Uh, like, a guy, a wild card we haven't talked about is Brian Danerson getting brought into that. Who who who, who says that he couldn't win the, t- the ROH war title from uh, Chris Jericho? And because of the whole Moxie thing, he maybe he says, "Okay, forget this. Mm. I'm going back to where I got started. I'm going to win the RH World Title again." And it would be a good point to uh, do that. But then, at the same time, I do think it's very intriguing that you got Jericho and Garcia kind of like this uh, kind of friction there. And even when they were celebrating, he was in the back, like, "Yay, good job!" But he didn't feel like he wanted to be there. It felt like he wanted to be elsewhere. So with him being the pure champion and Jericho there, that could be a dissension again. And last week they had the whole thing saying Lee Mor- Moriarty wants to go for the pure title. What better way to get the title off of Garcia than have Jericho cost him the match? He put the title on a guy like Lee Moriarty to put him over, and then you can get a feud started with Jericho and Garcia for the world title for Ring of Honor. And if you bring a like final battle of pay-per-view for Ring of Honor and then you get a show going, you can do the final push where you put the title on Garcia because he's got a lot of momentum going on his side. If you keep on pushing with it, you can get a lot of people and push him as a big baby face on the Ring of Honor brand. Like with uh, Ian Riccoboni uh, made a great point that once Jericho won it, he said it was a dishonor to Ring of Honor that he won it with a low blow and then didn't shake his hand at the end. And then in the beginning, he shook his hand, but then he slapped him right away. And it's a way to turn him into a big heel in the Ring of Honor and and to build a big baby face in the, in the Ring of Honor brain. I dig it, man. I, I'm picking up a lot of what you were putting down there, Bakley. I love that Daniel Garcia Jericho thing. And there's what basically what you just said was there's a lot of different routes that we can go now that Jericho is that champion. And I'm digging that. Dan from the Four Family said Jericho got that as a thank you for your service. He will drop it quick. That's not a bad point. He he might have got it as a thank you. And again, it does pad that resume just a little bit. And again, it gives it relevancy. That's what I was thinking too. It's like for everything Jericho's done in his whole career, you know, like, yeah, give him another notch. I think he, he's earned it. You know, whether you like him or you don't right now, like the guy has deserved and earned everything. And, you know, is frankly probably better than an eight time world champ. Uh, so give it to him. Um, and yeah, I agree with the, 
like everything what you guys said. I like the match. I thought Jericho was going to win too. And yeah, the Judas effect isn't like the best move, but it's what he's been winning matches with. And the low blow makes sense. He's a heel. So um, yeah, love all the the points Bakley was making about Garcia. Um, yeah, I mean, and about Claudio and the slap in the face, like, come on, like the guy, they gave him his first world title. He had two outstanding defenses against Takeshita and Dax and a few others that were still good matches. Like, and they don't have a show yet. So what are you going to do with the guy? You know, like he had his moment. Now he can get his rematch and, or he can continue doing AEW stuff. Maybe you wrestle Wardlow. Oh, Maybe someone oh. should wrestle Wardlow. Like what the fuck? Oh. But, uh, Sign yeah, I I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, yeah, and I it was a bit of a surprise, which I enjoyed. So, um, yeah. Justin, how'd you feel about it, brother? Yeah, I'm with I'm with Marcus here with this one. I'm just not. I'm I'm I've been over Jericho for the longest time. Like, I didn't need him winning another world title. Like, I get like I, we look at this. Like, I look at it this way. I think of how you know. AEW using Jericho to get themselves up to where they are now. And now they're going to use him to get ring of honor up there. But it's like, does anybody like ever think of like, you know how we always say when WWE brings in like legends in to fucking like boost something up like that. And then we all hate it so much, but then fucking AEW does it now with Chris Jericho all the time. And it's like, nobody fucking bats an eyelid at it. It's like, Oh, come on. Like, he's been an active member of their roster from day one. It's not Goldberg coming in after decades. Yeah, I would so, say that it's it's not like a once a completely year type of situation. Different. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they should they should it shouldn't need to use like the legends. They should need to, they should just use the young guys to draw them in. Like they don't need to keep using the legends like WWE does. It's the same thing like they do. It's just like Jericho to me. I can't. I, every time I see him win a match that he should not be winning every time, it's just like Jericho putting himself over, Jericho putting himself over. And it's like, I honestly believe Claudio could have carried that show when it fucking starts and they just go, well, let's give it to Jericho because, you know, big name, like, come on. We got to start freaking believing in the younger talent here. Like, come on. I will, I, I will say how many times has he put talent over, though? On the other hand, like, like, well, like he just put over, well, not saying younger town, but he just put over Brian Dearson. It was them trying to correct the mistake that they made before. But he, he's put guys over well in before this uh, on the brand. That's what he's been known for before that uh, win against Kingston was the fact that he was putting a lot of guys over and he was losing. And he was going from here down here because he's okay with it but if this is their way of uh, building RH I'd be like okay like you know as long as he's not holding it for a long time say he's just holding it during the duration of the time that they that they build up Ring of Honor and they then launch it on television and then you have him lose it in the first in the first main event and then you're like okay now it's off of him you can actually put a guy over that way I do get what you're saying. You want to put guys over, but if you use him to put a guy and build a guy to be a face right afterwards because he's playing off as a heel 
it might work better off that way than doing it your way. Well, yep. he's even without Jericho. Like, even if you didn't have Jericho, like, the easiest thing would have been doing is to have them on fucking TV all the time. Like, yeah. more often. Because they don't even put... They weren't putting that world title on freaking TV at all, except for on Rampage. But who gives a fuck about Rampage? Like, come on. You should have put them more on television so that way people would have got more invested in them so that by the time ROH started up, they would have been like... That's the guy right there, him leading ROH. We definitely understand that. Instead of just resorting to, oh, well, Chris Jericho, easy way to go with it right here. I feel you. I definitely feel your passion. I know Marcus agrees with you. And Katie from the She Elite Showcase, definitely check out her channel on YouTube, Twitch. Get at it. Katie, thanks for tuning in. She says Jericho needs to fuck off with that elbow and allow Andrade to use it again. You know, I know, she, <laughs> I know her and Ritter, they feel very passionate about Jericho, very much similar to how you and Marcus feel. Uh, Jarrett Reynolds, Jarrett, thank you for tuning in. He was wondering what Paige was, Soraya Paige was going to do with the belts. No Brad Maddox, no Xavier Woods. Marcus has a suggestion. He's got Hook in the FTW title getting involved, so maybe we see some Wait. play there. I don't know. Marcus, saying, why did you type that instead of say it? <laughs> oh, you got too much time on your hands. I think, I think he was Because ba- Bakley was talking too long? <laughs> no, he's good. And then, uh, and then I'm Dan, fucking with you guys. Dan, Dan says, Dan from the Four Family says, WWE champ for Jericho, WWE champ, WCW champ, world champ, AW champ, ROH champ. TK did him a solid. It yeah. goes back to Claudio. It, the belt goes back to Claudio before Halloween. You heard it there first. And then yeah, he also said, hey, 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 just, just to think about it, Battle of the Belts is in two weeks. They could just switch it back. Which is ridiculous, that. first of yeah. all. But, yeah, we don't know how long Jericho's going to hold it. He could flop it right back. So, yeah, like if you look at it as like a, hey, Chris Jericho, thank you, lifetime achievement, here's another notch on your belt, which is kind of how I'm looking at it and maybe start a TV. But I, And, again, I totally get it. People don't like Jer- – people are fed up with Jericho. I'm not one of them, and that's fine. Yeah, for sure. Jared says no hangman. Punk, Omega, Bucks, Sammy, Sting. A lot of main players gone tonight, and the show still did well. Again, four weeks in a row. It's going to go over a million. I know it's going to go over a million. That's huge for Dynamite. And maybe that's why they, you know, maybe the executives saw they had the whole fucking debacle with CM Punk and the fight with the unprofessional EVPs in the back. And, hey, look at the way that fucking the talent in the locker room has rebounded. Maybe they think, hey, maybe we'll give them a show. Who knows? I'm not there. I couldn't fucking tell you. We talked about this match for far long enough. Let's move on ah, to ah, a match ah, ah, that a lot of people here care about. All five of us. I guarantee we all are probably feeling the same way. Loving, <laughs> swerving our glory. But swerving our glory. Lost to be acclaimed. Scissor me, everybody. Marcus, <laughs> how'd you feel about this match, Marcus? <laughs> Seizure time. Oh, I love the result, but I felt like their match at All Out was 10 times better. Keith just looks so – he's so – oh, my God. He is so completely out of shape. That dude – the way he got drop kicked at the end of the match, like off the apron, it's like he slipped and fell. It was so bad. And then I thought it was going to end in another way when uh, Max Caster hurt his knee trying to do the mic trick. What is it, the mic check or the mic drop, the elbow drop he does? Mic drop. Yeah. The mic drop. Mic drop. And then I thought it was over there. And Cody. 
Billy Gunn getting involved, which that kind of didn't make well, yeah, sense. It was just to get the crowd hype. He, where are you at? Oh, he's at the UW pod. He didn't want to come well, on. But we're on night. the UW pod, Marcus. We're on it right now. Right? Oh, is that a broken skull? Yep. Hell yeah, brother. Give me a hell yeah, brother. Give me a hell yeah. Oh, that yeah. pop they got. <laughs> Can you talk about the pop, the pop they got from the crowd? That was loud. And I loved his rap. He making fun of the Little Mermaid. He was making fun of. He said that swerving Keith looked like a twenty ounce and a two liter of Pepsi. And then their new name that I think we we just found Matt Ritter's new uh, episode name for smacking Ralph swerving our glory hole. <laughs> that was good. I'm surprised not one of us came up with that first. Unless maybe Matt Ritter did come up with it first and kept it to himself. That's all I kept thinking about. When I heard Swerving Our Glory Hole, I was about to go comment to him, and he was like, I just found the title of my episode. I'm like, he read my mind. Holy crap. And the crowd just was imitating Max Anthony Bowens. They literally repeated everything he said. The acclaim have arrived, scissor me daddy ass, and then doing the whole Seven Nation Army. Oh, scissor me daddy ass. Okay, which 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 shirt would you want? The one they have now where it says, oh, scissor me daddy in the bold pink letters, or were you rather the scissor me daddy ass shirt that they had recently? Uh, I'd rather get the NBA one that they had, the platinum one. Yeah, the jersey. Hell yeah. I Yeah, I don't – I own a lot of wrestling shirts, and that's one I just – You're going to get more too. I just don't know if I'd wear that one in public. You know, I mean, I don't know. They're great. I know Bo got a scissor me daddy ass shirt. Hey. Hey. I just don't that he needs to come on here. Bones, a New Jersey native. Just saying that. Bo ends. I, I was like, Bones. I see what I see what you did there. Bo is uh Bakley, how'd you feel about the match, brother? It, it definitely wasn't gonna be the same way as that one. Like I said before, you don't have enough time. The first match was 20-plus minutes, and this was less than that. It had some botches, it had, but it did what it needed to do, put the claimed over. I thought small parts of the match were great. The point where uh, Keith Lee did the Horkarana was amazing because of how big he is, but he was able to pull it off without breaking his neck or hurting uh, his opponent at the same time. But I like the fact that they're showing a little bit of dissension in him and Swerve with the little points of the boom box uh, once again, uh, hitting Lee, to then going out and hitting the claim from behind, and then Lee pulling him aside, be like, what are you doing? And then some of that being the, the end for the Swerve in our glory with Swerve going to the outside, paying too much attention to daddy ass rather than paying attention to uh, the claim, and that's what cost him to get hit from behind, walk to the inside, and then he got mic dropped for, uh, for the victory for the claim. It's, it wasn't going to be a, a five-star match, but it did the job, put them over, and now you can see them go apart because you got Swerve as a heel and Lee as a face, and then the claim got the champions. And I like how right after they do this, they go right to FTR kind of promo with, uh, of course, of all people, the Ass Boys. So it was like perfect timing with that. So I'm interested to see where they go feud-wise with the uh, with the, the claim now. Who do they go with first? 
who do they defend the belts with? Is it the ass boys? Do they wait? Uh, do they give us somebody we don't expect? Whatever it is, I'm looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Justin, what do you think about the match, brother? I, I I still thought the match was fantastic. Like, there was still, like, I definitely wasn't, I don't think I'll put it above their all-out match because their all-out match, like, I was so invested in that match. Like, when they, I wanted them to win that so bad. Like, but when they won this match tonight, dude, so fucking happy for the acclaim. Like, about damn time. Like, yeah, there was the little things that were, like, off. Like the the like as we talked about earlier, the camera angle of Caster coming off and hurting himself, and the camera angle on the pin for the victory just came off all weird. Like, but overall, I still I just couldn't. It was just so fantastic, just done. Like even the like little bit of botches that just not enough to take like to drop the match down. It's just still such a strong match. Like, again, I wouldn't put it over their all-out match because their all-out match is just nuts. But for this being on TV, I still call it. I still think it's fantastic. So, good. Yeah, right. that's still at least a four-star match. Maybe four and a quarter. I don't know. I'll need to sleep on it. But, yeah, it, again, the moment alone, the crowd, mm-hmm. you know. And, again, the expectations were through the roof. And like we've said, they weren't going to get as much time. And I think what another thing that made the all-out match so brilliant was that it was unexpected how great that was. Like, I think, you know, everyone thought, like, yeah, this is going to be a good match. But that blew me and I think probably everyone here out of the water. Um, So, again, they weren't going to stand up to that. But incredible moment. That crowd reaction is, you know, that's one we'll never forget. Um, and yeah, great point by Dan down there about the catchphrases and the new age outlaws, a um, lot of similarities there indeed. And I liked Billy getting involved in the finish. I thought that was pretty cool and definitely got the crowd pumping for sure. Uh, yeah. Like Justin said, we talked about the camera angles, the little botches, you know, it's mm-hmm. like unfortunate, but still a really good match. And, uh, yeah, it was never going to stand up to what they did at all. That <coughs> but, uh, Happy for the acclaimed and uh, FTR. I mean, obviously they cut to them right after the match, which was good. I mean, what they say? It's been since April 17th or something insane that they've been number one. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe you slide the ass boys in there for a first title defense. Makes a lot of sense. But if we get acclaimed FTR at full gear, buckle the fuck up because uh, you got nope. two over as fuck baby face teams that I'm sure are going to light it up. So as, I as hope much, that's what we get. As much as I hope that, if that were to happen, that means no FTR at the word tag league. Oh, that's a great point. That's which a great is, point. Which is so, probably why we will get the first real feud of the acclaimed in the gun club or the yeah. ass boys, however you want to call it, into full gear. And the FTR will continue because their little backstage segment tonight the, the all the S boys did was put over how fucked the FTR has have been for since sure. April. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, it was that's awesome. all. Yeah, that's all they did was basically feed into what we all have been saying. Like, why the fuck have you been number one contenders since April? Like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? 
like, and, then, and, then, and then remember, they're going to England next week for Royal Crest against Aussie Open. So, so yeah, Bakley, I'd rather have them in World Tag League than at yes. Full Gear because you could save yes. that match. I just wasn't. And I didn't even think about that. As they are the IWGP Tag Team Champions, so and that Aussie Open match is gonna fucking rail. That's gonna That's fucking be nuts. Bang for sure. But, but yeah, real quick, Aussie yeah. Open versus uh, Motor City Machine Guns this Thursday on Impact as well. I just Bro. watched. The, the, I, I just watched the match against the Bullet Club. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. That, that yeah. was our. That was our last uh, Impact well. match. Yeah, for sure. And for um, sure. Speedball Mike Bailey versus Mascara Dorada, aka Grand Metalik. Let's go, oh, Mascara. Number, number ten on uh, my matches of the week, which you can find say. on FloorSlapperSports.com. Henceforth, henceforth, so let's, let's go. Drop this keep keep Sign Mascara. <laughs> yeah, for real. Impact, Do it. Impact. Do it. Shreds. Most yes. consistent American wrestling promotion in 2022. I said it. And this match, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> it was fine. I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys on pretty much everything you said, so I won't be too long-winded here. The When Max Caster went to the top rope to drop the elbow on the left side of the ring, I was very confused what happened. I was so confused to the point where I almost put in the chat, was that real like did he really fucking just fuck his shit up like are we about to be fucked and then he yeah. went quickly he was around to the corner so and the way taz sold it on commentary i was like okay all right we're good we're good but the match itself was fine i did not expect a level or an in-ring caliber match like we got it all out not a chance in hell i expected the acclaimed i like the throwback with the boombox shot i just did a an episode of the wrestling delorean pod, podcast with De Niro on the Circle of Debate YouTube. You can find it right here on YouTube. And we talked about the October 20th Raw in Nitro. On that episode, the New Age Outlaws had their first tag team match, and they used a boombox against the Headbangers and won that match. A little throwback, I don't know what the fuck, 25 years later, boom. Um, they're fucking got a boombox. Billy Gunn's helping a tag team win the tag team titles. And Swerve and Our Glory didn't lose clean as Billy Gunn helped them. So, like, as Swerve is the heel, Keith Lee didn't act as act like a heel once, as you guys said. But at the end of the day, heel tactics were basically used against them. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, they still mm-hmm. lost clean, or, or they still are they still had a clean loss. Like they didn't, not in a bad way. That's it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> You really stumbled to the finish there. Yeah, my bad. My bad. That's all I got to say there. How many Stellas have you had tonight? I've had about eight Stellas and about four shots. It's been a, it's been a good night. And how many, how many dopes? Wait, wait. We should, should we call you John Moxley now? Whoa. Whoa. No. Whoa. Hey. Hey. Wow. Hey. 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 No. How but many dopes want- have you smoked? A lot of a lot of dopes I've smoked, a lot of beers I've drank. And if you go back and watch like my last like twelve podcasts, I've been sober for all of them. So this has been a this has been a different change and I've enjoyed having a nice little buzz talking, wrestling with you guys. Hope the people out there enjoy it too. <laughs> all right, let's keep it going. All Atlantic Championship, Pack versus Orange Cassidy. Marcus, what was your thoughts on this match? I missed most of this match because I had to run to the fucking store. But I heard Pac cheated to retain using a hammer. So something told me he was going to easily retain. But I is he going down the hill road or is he a heel? I'm kind of confused with what he is because people love him. But 
I have no fucking clue where he stands now. People have a love-hate relationship with him. Did you see Tony Schiavone piss poor? Yeah, I said that was such a pussy fall. That's why he's a fat prick. And I can't wait till he fucking talks about that in his bat cave tomorrow on Unrestricted, saying talking shit on MJF, which that was fucking funny as hell. I'm sorry. He did an awesome Ric Flair strut too, by the way. Like he was in the zone. And I ain't talking about auto zone. Yeah, he's feeling it. <coughs> Maybe he was the one popping pills when he asked Wheeler U to that. <laughs> I mean he might have done a little bit of Tony Snow on the way out. Yeah. He is named Tony. And I ain't talking about Tony seasoning. I'm talking about Tony Shavani. Tony. Tony. I was waiting for I was waiting for Tony to hit him, but no, he ain't doing Tony. shit. Tony. Tony. <laughs> he probably just gave him a little bitch slap. Tony. Uh, we will talk about what happened when what happened with Conrad. No, he'll talk about what happened with on MJF what on happened what happened with Conrad. With Conrad. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. Bigly, what what you got, brother? Yeah, I, I like this match because they they wrestled twice uh, to begin with. Uh, Pac came out the, the face uh, locker room uh, per se, like you said, um, uh, they had the face heel. And you pointed that out right away at TK. He came out, of course, right away. He's doing the Orange Cassidy. He's doing the, the kicks and the punches they usually do. But then he, knowing that what he wrestled the first two times, he came out and did the drop kick, caught him off guard, but then pop, popped up right away and hit him right away. They, they just had that chemistry when they wrestled where they put on a great match. And it was going that way. And I, I kind of liked how they – got us with the ending. Like, we didn't expect it to happen that way. We were expecting a little bit more. He gets hit to the outside. Orange Cassidy was having his number. And, and you see him grab one of the belts that falls. He grabs the other one. You don't worry. Notice he grabs uh, the, the hammer until he actually does it and hits him with it. And then he just throws it, puts him in the ring, and covers him. And then I like how the end, when he gets his hand raised, uh, you know, the rep is like, what happened? Why is he knocked out? He goes, elbow. He goes, elbow. He's like, I don't know. He's knocked out. Forearm. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's where we're going with this. Is he is he doing it because he knew Orange Cassidy has his way, but he's still going to be a face? It's just with Orange Cassidy, he has to be the heel. Or is he going to go to the dark side again and then have a situation where he's a heel, but then the Lucha Brothers are a face, but they're the they're the trio uh, champs? I don't know. I don't think it's useless. I like the, the title because they. I don't need I'm with you, Danny. Not Danny below Danny Bakley. Just have the not like Dan B, but Dan B. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got a bunch of dandies going around. I, I, I get the way they were doing it before because it was dark. They would have it done in Ernie. Red Pro and then in Canada, but now they're starting to use it, defending Burn. it a lot on on live chat. Yes, and Burn. I think Burn. I think I think we've seen that we might see a, a Ethan Page versus Pac in the future. Let's, yes. go. Let's, go. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, come on. All ego. Let's go. I mean the fuck up. Justin, what'd you think about this match, brother? Just not about it. 
It was awesome. These two have just awesome and freaking chemistry together. Like, Pack, like the ending to the match, I watch Pack every time, and it's like, I don't even think he knows what he is. He switches between face and heel so much that it's just like, you just go with whatever he's doing at the time. He just goes with it. And I'm like, all right, you get no issues from me. Like, Pack wants to be a heel, let him be a heel. He wants to be a face, let him be a face. He wants to be a tweener, let him be a tweener. Like, I just don't, like, I was fine with the ending. The referee just, Bryce Remsburg is a fucking idiot. That's all I said. That's all I kept saying the entire time. Because he goes, because he's literally looking at him like, why is he out? Why is he out? I'm like, because you're an idiot. I'm like, because referees always look like freaking idiots. They make dumbasses every time. So, yeah. Especially when commentary was like, he didn't see the hammer shot. I'm like, he clearly saw the fucking hammer (laughs) shot. Come on, man. But. it, oh, overall, man. awesome match. If we're going to run it back at some point, let's do it. If we're going to run Pack and Ethan Page up next, let's fucking do it because that's going to be awesome. Even if you want to go triple threat, let's go triple threat because that'd be fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm starting to like the All-Atlantic title. Like I wasn't crazy for it in the beginning because we weren't seeing it. But now that it's on TV more, it's growing on me now. And I'm like, <laughs> I love it. Like, I wish they sometimes would do it backwards. Like, when they were doing the whole have people, like, have people come over to AEW and freaking face them. Like, that went face pack. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Let's all chill out on the belts here. Toss it all in and FTW and Trios titles. All right. All right, Medusa. All right, Medusa. By, by the way, did you see uh, the ROH trios titles got defended on uh, Dark? Oh, like, by guys that aren't even s- signed yet. Uh, <laughs> Jared's going to uh, uh, style. He's like, everyone gets a title. You get the title. You get the title. Uh, yeah, the match was really good. Um, <laughs> as, as always between these two, I was fucking loving it. I was dialed in. But the finish did suck me out of it. And I will agree with you all. I like the uniqueness of it for sure. And I like what Justin was saying about Pac, that he can kind of, he is kind of the perfect tweener of that you don't really know where he's going or what he's doing. And Tim referenced he came out of the heel or the face tunnel. And uh, it just, I just thought they were on the way to something special and then hit a bit of a roadblock, but it's fine. Like it was different. It was. Pack was going to retain, and Ethan Page waits in the wings. But uh, um, shit, I had another point to say, but I'm a little high. Say that again, Cody. <laughs> All right, so I'll, uh, I'll I'll take my point, and I won't be too long. And if I remember it, I'll butt in. Yeah, do it. Hopefully I hopefully I won't dumble all over myself. Actually, I'm going to get a beer and maybe I'll remember it on my way. There we go. That's if you remember to come back. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to come in mouth first right around that microphone. I knew it was going to be a special night tonight, and I was right. But this match, I said going into it, the winner of the match is just going to either – if Orange wins, he'll be a transitional champion to get it to Ethan Page – or if Pac wins, he will be losing it to Ethan Page. Regardless, I thought the match was fine. I did not like the ending. I felt like it was a cheap ending and cheap way out. 
I felt like either Orange should have won with a roll-up or Pac should have won with a definitive ending. With that being said, Ethan Page takes the belt off of Pac at full gear. Fucking book it, Dano. I mean, I get why he did the, the why he did the because he would literally like just think Orange Cassidy gave him enough of a fight, and literally Pac sees it as oh shit, he's about to beat me, so this is my way of beating him. I'll just knock him the fuck out, or like right. And so, I, I dig it to the point where he has come out, and I like pay. I don't know why I pay such attention, but I pay attention to the locker rooms they come out of, and he has come out of the heel locker room so often, or the heel tunnel, I should say, so often over the past six to nine to his whole. AEW tenure. Now he comes out of the face tunnel for the first mm. time in how long, and he uses heel tactics to win. He is a bastard. That was one of my points. I was going to give you credit for that on the chat when everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And you're like, "I mean, he's yeah. a bastard." <laughs> what, 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 hey, why don't we get Brian Danerson versus Bach? Because we got Brian Danerson coming out of the heel uh, uh, tunnel. But he acts like a face, but then you got Pac coming out of the, the face channel acting like a oh. heel there. That's like the polar opposites. The Danielson versus Pac would be fucking <laughs> oh, Man, I'm starting to get a little stiff right now. Christ. <laughs> I might I might have to go away for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, need, I need a clean pair of drawers. All right, guys. I'm sorry. I know the chat kind of eluded, eluded to it. We talked briefly about it. The MJF, Tony Schiavone, Wheeler, Yuta, W. Morrissey segment. Let's briefly fat hit it. Prick. Marcus said it. Tony's the fat prick. I said, Tony's a goddamn legend. You don't treat him that way. But how the rest of you guys feel? Bakley? Mr. Britt Baker, he's the man. <laughs> all that needs to be said. No, I, I like the comment you'd have made how he pointed out that MJF was engaged. I really like that because it got announced the other day. Yeah. It's a cool thing to bring that in there. You, you actually see MJF kind of like, oh, he's going there. Okay, he's going there. And I was like, what are they going to do with this? And I even said it before. It'll be funny now if MJF goes cash in and then Yuta cost him the cash in. Uh, because he gets involved, but you know it's going to lead to a match uh, in a couple weeks or so. One of the very few matches MJF has uh, since he only wrestles like twice every six months. Uh, that it seems that's the one the negative I have with MJF is he doesn't wrestle enough uh, as a as a character. But it was cool to see, uh, of course, uh, coming out Morrissey coming out because even though they're not together. It's like whenever he needs help, he calls them. So it's like a, a just like they are the firm. Like he calls them when he needs help, and Stable he came out on retainer. Exactly, and he came and helped them out there. But you know, he's gonna have nothing else to do with that other than doing that. But there's gonna be a match. It should be a fun match because I think where Yuta is very underrated in the ring. This is a step up for him from being the pure champion. They'll get him into more bigger matches. You know when you can put up against MJF that they they do like you uh, moving forward. And it's going to be a good match. MJF will go over, but I think where you would get more fans because of the performance that he'll give in a loss. And it'll make MJF look better because of how Yuta uh, has looked the past four months as the pure champion and the matches that he's putting in ever since joining the, the combat club. BCC. Justin, what do you think, brother? 
I mean, it's an MJF segment. It's always going to be fucking gold. Well, except for last week's, because last week's wasn't real that cool. But like, <laughs> most of, pretty much ninety nine percent of MJF's freaking segments are always gold, and just this whole thing just absolutely oh, wonderful. He's wow. coming out and going, "Hey, why don't you tell Brian about the whole? You know, let me teach you how to be injury prone, and you know, let me turn my brain, your brains into mashed potatoes, and just." Tell Regal is this to help you learn how to pop pills? Like I'm just like God. MJF just <laughs> never has a fucking filter, and I love it. Guy is just fucking wonderful. Like the Tony thing, I didn't get why he shoved Tony. Like it was just kind of <laughs> awkward and everything. But then it's like Morrissey came out and just Wheeler looked like looked awesome, just standing up there and just face-to-face with him, like, fuck you. You know what? You want to talk shit? I'll punch you in the goddamn mouth and make it easy. And I'm just like, fucking love Wheeler, Yuta. I really yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Guy is awesome. Like, I can't wait to watch those two go at it. Like, the the whole firm thing, I'm still not sold on the firm. The whole, you know, we're a faction when MJF needs us, but not when he doesn't thing, like, just really stupid still, but... Hell, it's W. Morrissey. I like W. Morrissey. So, uh, I just want to say, firstly, to Dan and Jared in the comments, I don't know either of you, and I don't agree with what a lot of you are saying, but you're geeking me the fuck out. So keep it going. Uh, clearly, Dan B. Not a, not a Tony Khan fan. I met Dan through Eli, who I did a but show I love with. It. I met Eli through Marcus. So Marcus is really the catalyst of my relationship with both of those guys. So thanks, yeah. Marcus. Appreciate thanks it, for, bro. Thanks for geeking me out. Um, I enjoyed yeah. that interview, by the way, with Eli. I didn't know y'all were doing that. And I'm like, wait, am I missing something here? Are, are we still doing a fallout? So I tuned in during my break. And then I'm like, oh, he's doing like a little pre like a prediction show. And you had Eli join, of course. Eli always brings entertainment. If you talk in AEW, he's going to bring the AEW world title or something, put it in the background. Uh, well, I don't know what shirt he was repping. Usually, if I tell him what we're talking about, he has a shirt for it. He came talk about Rey Mysterio with us. He put out a Rey Mysterio shirt on. We were talking about this this topic, that topic. Back he had the shirt. To mean something. Oh, he got the red TNT title. Cody. Back what a – No, Brody. Darby. All of them. Those are the, the OG three. Fuck. That's that's what this belt represents. I also bought this because of we were employed by them and then <laughs> got possessed by a cult in the woods. And yeah, that's a whole thing. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it really was great, wasn't it? Those were the days. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah, I didn't finish my thoughts. Uh, I didn't even say them. I just gave those guys props. Um, yeah, really Way love to go. you. Really loved Wheeler Yuta here. Like, that's a fire that we haven't really seen from him on the microphone yet. Agree with everything uh, Cage was saying about that match. Can't wait to see it. It's going to put both guys over big time. Uh, The fat prick line was great. And, yeah, just MJF coming out, the strut. Love it. Uh, Tim, I know I talked to you about it a little bit. Did anyone here watch either of MJF's interviews this week, either with Ariel? I watched one. I watched one of them. Yeah, I watched one of them. Which I one? For- oh, shit. The one where they were talking about WWE. I mean, they both were. It's fine. They were both great. But, like, 
I just got the sense <coughs> of like a new MJF and that whether he got paid or didn't or whatever happened, like he's got that even more confidence now. Like have you seen even, him on social media with the posts that he's made? Yeah. He posted, he posted a picture in a jet with the yeah. drink and then he he's just dick, he, he's he, even he, more dick strong now. Yeah. And like I felt that I felt those interviews coming out on television and I love every second of it. And I can't wait to catch up on these comments below. But um yeah, this was gold. Wheeler versus MJF is gonna fuck. Um and uh yeah, I I, I like the firm thing here because it's like just Morrissey showed up and you just kind of never know when they're gonna come. I mean, I'm gonna come, but uh, didn't he say I heard it I heard it on Justin's show and it was kind of funny the way he said it. Are, Aren't they just there for him when they need him and when they don't yeah. need him, they don't exist? That's yeah, kind of does. stupid. Yeah. What the fuck? I is- see, I think it's kind of different. Because they're, because they're getting paid. It's like, oh, yeah, it's paid. like they're just mercenaries. Like yeah, they're mercenaries. And, and, and well, again, let's see how it plays out. Like tonight, I thought it was great. You know, do you just need a dub Morrissey? Come out there, do the business. That's that. Who's complaining about that? Stokely pulling the strings. I'm for it. Let's put some goddamn respect on this title, by the way. Huh? Let's put some goddamn fucking respect on it. I know. There there is respect on it. There there is is respect on it. I haven't held this in a while, but you mentioned the belt, and I'm like, oh, it's right There is respect for it because Wardlow's the champion. But uh, he's not doing anything. Yeah, he's not doing anything. I need to go get my fucking charger. Well, that's fucking fucking... Well, that's t- Tony Khan's fault. You figured by now he, he he'd have got over his celebrating his fucking win over the Colts. He'd have got a game plan for Wednesday night. No, he's still drowning in a pool of cocaine. Hey, hey, don't forget about Fulham. They won too, so it's double to cocaine. Bro, all I've been talking about is people bashing the Eagles. Why are the people so mad at the Eagles? Because they beat the fuck out the Vikings. Because everyone's been everybody's been bashing. Because they're quote unquote haters, Jamie Hater. Now, now they're a fucking NFC favorite. Now, I, I think that's what's funny. They're now the favorite in the <laughs> NFC right now, because of one game. I got the I got the Eagles. I got the Eagles in my top five in my power rankings. That's a conversation for a whole other day. We yes. can definitely talk about that. Let's finalize dynamite. The Brett, wins. Brett, are you coming on ATB Saints in a couple weeks for the Bengals Saints game? What? Are when, you coming on? Are you coming it, on eight? Uh, when's the game? No, when? Yeah, it just I'm said a free, couple weeks. Well, I'm the free. game's October October sixteenth. The game, so that Thursday, so that should be the thirteenth. October thirteenth, we'll do our episode on the Bengals game, and you've been invited because you work with the Bengals, and we'd like to hear your take on as that. As long as Saints I don't work, I'm definitely in, and we stink right now, but we're gonna be fine. We stink too. Hell, we had a fucking the fourth, third time with Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans. But Mike Evans is a punk ass bitch. Uh, I'll pay the chair. <laughs> now back to rigor show. All right, back back to wrestling. Back to Grand Slam. So we had the women's championship fatal four way. Tony Storm defended her women's interim women's championship against Athena, Britt Baker, Serena Deeb. I thought Athena had a really, really hot um, scene in the match. 
where she did a couple of moves to fucking Brit. New, she new, fucking uh, really, really Serena. Sounds like you're talking about a porno. A really, oh, really hot. <laughs> yo, it was. It was really fucking yeah. hot, dude. She worked new entrance. Brit, she worked Brit hot. She worked fucking Serena hot. Like she had that mask on. And then she hit Tony with a hot move. But and then she Tony broke won. Brit's nose. Which was even Good. hotter. Because yeah. Brit... It, it, DMD has been extra cheeky lately. So you get that cheekiness with that blood, and I'm fucking all in. Tony kept the belt. I thought the match was fine, dude. I loved... Well, we can talk about what happened after. Marcus, what did you think about it? The match itself was okay. I mean, I was glad Tony retained. That's who I predicted. It's just we kind of got... Before the big surprise... I was waiting to see what Jamie Hayter turn on Brit, but now she's still ride or dying with Brit. And then we're getting like a four on two assault. It's Brit, Jamie, Serena D, and Rebel attacking Athena and Tony Storm. And then you hear this music, and I'm like, okay, here comes another debut. And then out of nowhere, when I saw the name, I'm like, I'm like, holy fuck, she actually came. Another one that WWE was like, oh, you can't, we're not clear to compete anymore. You got to go. And she's like, what, the third Sting? It did it with Sting, did it with Brian Danielson, now Paige. Now she is Soraya come out. And all I got to say was, damn, she ain't changed in age to bitch. She's still hot as shit. Wait to see what she does. I'm hoping they don't fucking ruin her career in AEW. because She's I'm still younger than all of us. <laughs> like, that's the yeah. thing. She's only 30. That's because she came up so young. Yeah, but yeah, she looked fucking great. Obviously. And yes, I watched the tapes. <laughs> I've seen some footage. I've seen them all. Constantly. No, I think I'm the youngest man of all of you. So. How old are you, Justin? 30. Okay, so so okay. is she. Yeah, we're old men. Brett and, I are, Brett and I think are the same age. I'm 34. Oh, I'm 33. Damn, okay. I'm older than you guys. Damn. Yeah, 40. So 35. <laughs> fucking, what are you, what are you, 40? Tim, Tim leaves. Wait, you said 35? Yeah. I think Tim's 35 oh. as well. Oh, I thought Tim was older than that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. If he's in his 30s and has all them kids, that's a Guinness World Record. And he's not NBA a young boy. <laughs> it, 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 I, wow. I, don't think that, I don't think that hater is with uh, Britt Baker as we think she is. I think she's just playing a part and she's acting like she is and when the time's right, she's going to turn on her. I hope she you're right. Do. I, <coughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. Because why would she do it now? This would be too easy for her to do it now. So she's just signed with her now because it works for her. The numbers are there. And then when she wants to, she's going to turn on Britt Baker because of what Britt Baker did. You don't just go from, oh, uh, we're feuding like that. You you actually hit Tony Storm last week, so you did what you we thought you were gonna do, but then she got in her face after she did it. I think she's gonna do it at the right time, and uh, probably right before <laughs> here or something like that. I agree with that. All sanitizer all day, but <laughs> but like I, I knew it was Soraya when uh, and when the song hit because it was her uh, her band's uh, band playing. I was like, oh. That's her. That's the only person that would come after that song was that. And we get a new wrinkle to the women's division, whether she's going to wrestle or not. We don't even know yet. I assume she is, but 
It'll add something new, like a new flavor to the division. Hopefully, it helps them out. You better Wait. like my women's division. As an almost thirty-eight-year-old page, she's thirty. She's thirty. She's thirty. She's young she's, as shit. Yeah. She's dirty thirty. Yeah. Wow. But the match was good. The match was good. I like the point they they made it a point to showcase Athena. I liked her new entrance entrance music. Mm-hmm. She keeps coming out with the, of course, the bird face, which is cool. I like that little thing to it. The move set that she was using was great. Uh, it's not her time yet because she just came not too long ago, a couple months ago. So they showcased her to show that, hey, we do believe in her. It's just not her time yet. Uh, but uh, then you had Deeb had her moments. Everybody had the movements, but uh, we all wanted Tony Storm to retain because we didn't want her to win just to lose it right away. And with all the with the, the faces there, it gives you a little bit more time to be like, okay, who's going to challenge her at four gear? Who's going to be that person? And I think it's going to um, be Hater. I think it's going to be Jamie Hater <coughs> at the end of the day. And I like the fact that we now we have two months until four gear, so you actually can build towards it. Hopefully this think, time. You think Jamie Hater's challenging Tony Storm? Yep. Just, just sure? look at what's... Just look at what's happened uh, lately. She comes in. She's been feuding with um, with uh, Britt Baker over the fact that Britt Baker technically cost her the title, and that's why she lost. Uh, then she came in last week, took the the, the chair away from uh, Britt Baker, and hit Tony Storm with the chair herself, and then got into Britt Baker's face. And now she's signed back with Britt Baker. I think she's going to turn on her. And then it's going to wind up being her versus Tony Storm. I can see Jamie and Tony for a title match, maybe like on Dynamite or something. No. What What if they? What if Thunder Rosa comes back and they have the unification match at Full Gear? Probably. <laughs> That's not going to be anytime soon because they announced that uh, Thunder Rosa won't be uh, available for Triple A Mania, mm-hmm. and she well, got they, replaced they by should, Camille. Well, well, they should have took the fucking title off of her. Exactly. And the real deal on Tony. I agree. They, they yeah, should shit. have. Yeah, Yo, my guy, KPG from the Four Families in the chat. What's up, brother? Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Justin, how are you feeling about this, bro? Uh, I actually thought it was pretty solid. Like, I didn't hate it. I was, like, again, I love, I love Athena. Love Tony Storm. Definitely, like, I'm, I've been on and off with Serena, but, like, I, I I do like her. She's pretty solid when she when it comes to it. Like I am not a Brit fan. Like when I watch, like every time I watch her match, and this was one of those like prime examples there. Like watching her the entire time, she always has to make sure she gets all the offense in. And I'm just like, my God, can Brit stop with this shit? Like she just always tries to make sure she's the one getting the offense. Like every time somebody does anything. All she does is counter to make sure she gets the offense over and over and over. And I'm like, I can't stand this. Like watching her wrestle, it just doesn't do it for me. Like, happy Tony retained, but in the end, like the Jamie stuff, I'm hoping that it's not. Like, I'm hoping she's just playing Brit so she can turn on her. But if she's legit back with her, this is like everything of her, everything of her, like, saying that she was like, I don't want to talk to you and all this and everything. Like, at that point, it's just all fucking pointless. And that would just be so stupid. 
Like can, Jamie can, should be <laughs> by herself. Jamie should be by herself. She should not be locked down with Brit. She is that damn good. She should not be just locked, like staying as Britt Baker's fucking lackey. So I hope she's just playing her. Yeah, you got that right. And I couldn't agree more. And yeah, I thought the match was pretty good. Uh, Best thing Athena's done. Only thing Athena's done since coming to AEW. Um, I've said it. I haven't been impressed with her. I like her, but she just hasn't really done anything since coming over. But this was a nice showcase, despite breaking Britt's nose, which is funny, but not, you know, happened again. Um, oh, man. Yeah. yeah it's wild. That, that's just an iconic image of her just bleeding down I her know. nose constantly. It's like, what, the third time in like a year, two years? Weak nose. Um, well, once it once it breaks, you can never fix it. Plus, you yeah. can tell she's had surgery, not because of her broken oh, nose. Yeah, her, yo, I don't mean to cut you off, and I don't mean to be a sexist pig, but looking at her and Serena D both walk down the ring with their fucking nose jobs, I was like, did they go to the same guy? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you, they don't look the same. Like, you do not, and that's fine. You know, plastic surgery it up. Do you? You got look at Tom Brady. You got money. Do you get whatever the fuck you want done? But they had the same exact like <laughs> nose structure. I was like, <laughs> did not. How, did how, not how do you think? That. How do you think they signed Sarai? Uh, Sarai? Tony Khan with the Brett Baker was like, oh, you guys are the same nose person. Get me in contact with her. I was talking about Serena Deeb, not even Soraya. Now she's had all sorts of plastic. <laughs> all three of them. But Serena Deeb, yeah, the nose over the last couple of months. I'm like. <laughs> Damn, dude! Like, stop! Like, they nar- they narrow it out. I don't know. I don't. Again, do you, man? If I was rich and I had money, I'd be skinny. I'm sure I'd have a lot of muscle. But like, yeah, that nose, man. Anyway, Brett, go ahead and finish. I don't really have too much else to say. I'm in agreement with. I'm glad Tony won, only to not lose it right away. And yeah, I love Jamie Hader. Obviously, she's fucking brilliant, wonderful. <laughs> the cakes, of course. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see her versus Tony at full gear, and it does make sense with the attacks. And and I more than anything, I hope she is playing Brit. And uh, man, Thunder Rosa, talk about someone's stock who's fallen significantly, for better or worse. I mean, I loved her, and I, it's not like I'm anti, but it's just like, eh. no. But it's like it's like Bigley said over the last few months. It's not because Thunder Rosa hasn't been booked well. It's because Thunder Rosa just isn't connecting with the crowd. Right. So hopefully when she comes back and she's teased it on social media, hopefully when she comes back, she's the one who's the heel and it's not Tony Storm. And hopefully if she doesn't, maybe she doesn't win the title from, from Storm and she goes crazy and she gets this whole new persona. Now I do agree. I think it'll be Hater going against Tony Storm. I thought the match was good. I, you know, I briefly talked about it before. I think that what Athena did in this match tonight was better than anything she's done. Her move, her move set. What she showcased, especially in like this like 90 second spot that she did um, against all three women was fucking incredible. Soraya's debut, I wanted you guys to hit on it. I thought it was fucking awesome. I don't know if she's going to wrestle or not, but I think it's a lot like Brian and a lot like Edge. WWE just didn't want to take the risk of her injury. Now she's there. She can wrestle if she wants. I don't want to see her in the title match right away. I think right away when she said it's her house, obviously it's her saying it's my house. No, it is Dr. Britt Baker's DMD's house. She's the woman who runs AEW. Like Jared said, it's Becky. 
like KPG said, she's like Charlotte. She is the top woman in AEW. She's been from the start. She always will be. So Britt Baker versus Soraya. Let Soraya go over her. That's fine. Britt can take the loss. Soraya, Britt, Hater, Tony. Tony. Thunder comes back. You got Thunder, Tony. You got a lot of different things going on in the women's division. And Jade still being boring as fuck. I know. I was just going to say, as long as it's not Jade's house. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm over her. Fuck her, bro. I was standing on that side for a while. And I'm I'm over it, too. Hey, I'm on that side. I think tonight sealed it for me. Like, tonight sealed it. It's like the promo. I'm like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I used to give a fuck. And I hung on for it, and now I don't. He, Tom just predicted the future. No, Jade her, fucking sucks. I gave her all the opportunity because I was just like, from the first match all the way to where she is now, I'm just like, let me just give it a chance and let's see if she'll look me. And every time it just depletes. Every time. I'm, just, I'm and, not a fan. And I wouldn't say KPG, it's not disrespected Jade. If you guys have been in the comments hating on TK this whole time, if you want to talk about something TK fucked up, it's it's Jade. They should have done something different with her. I don't know, I mean, like six months ago. She's been boring and stagnant as well, fuck. They ne- we've talked about it. They never should have even made the TBS title. And now right, it's just right. been this like standalone and She's going to keep it. She's no going to eventually keep about. it till uh, Chris Statlander comes back. It's in, what, That's nine a- months? That's a mistake. She's gonna keep it because she's undefeated. She's gonna keep it because she's undefeated. Just unify unify the belts. It's meaningless. And it has it's no it's no disrespect to Jade. I love Jade. I know the people in this room love Jade. She had she should have been the women's champion long ago. (laughs) Marcus, you you might have a couple, but she's just just not good in the ring. She and he's gonna and the interviews are the same every that bitch show. It, it has after a week, six months of the same thing no. over and over. I mean, two years. Over. Ever yeah. since she came up, it's been the same fucking thing. It's like what I've said about the whole with her having the baddies. Like, as much as it's like okay, it's understandable. You know, she's a heel. She's supposed to have like. I don't Some people back at all. It's the like, CBS when you watch her wrestle, like, when you watch her wrestle, like, like watching her wrestle, it's like it's so disappointing. And that's like the baddies are supposed to be there to kind of take away from that. But even the baddies themselves really aren't that good. Where are the baddies to begin with? Yeah, at all. Whenever Red Velvet got hurt, it's just been meaningless because no one. And where's Tasha Steele? Uh, anyway, Red Velvet's Kira? just been ass Kira? for most of the time too. Kira, where's Kira? Kira, yeah, where's Kira? Oh. Layla, been there. Athena, a Athena, and Jade's whole feud was based based around Layla Gray. Like, what the fuck is that? There wasn't even a feud, as far as I'm concerned. It was just nothing. Anyways, boys, love you what, dictating the conversation. What is? In the Let's go to the main event. Let's go to the main I just, event. I just want to know what's her record after she beats Diamante. Was she 38-0, no, Nick's? Or it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your name is. I forgot to I forgot to talk about Soraya. Yeah, happy she's there. Like, I hope that she's going to be good. And if she's going to wrestle, I hope that she's not going to end up, you know, wrestling one match, and then that'll be it. And then I'll, I'll be completely disappointed, like – I just hope that she's all good to go and we don't have to worry about watching her immediately go to the sidelines again. 
Do you guys want to see Soraya win the, the AEW Women's Championship if she can go? Not yet. Eventually. Not yeah, maybe. maybe in a maybe. year. Yeah, in a year. Yeah, at Grand Slam next year, have her win. Build her up. Build her up. And that's Butter. all you have to say about it. Buttercup. All right, oh, baby. Let's, let's get into it. Let's end the night. Let's end this Wednesday. Grand Slam World Championship. Yeah! yeah! The only good thing coming out of Cincinnati sports right now, baby. Well, can't forget times, and, and times, Sammy Callahan times. too. Can't forget about Sammy Callahan too. He's dating, yes, sir. Sammy. Barbed wire yeah. massacre this so Friday, dude. That yeah, impossible. Oh, fucks. Now back to the match. <laughs> John Moxley, Brian Danielson, a BCC uh. showdown for the world championship. I'm fairly certain all five of us thought this was going one way. It went the other way. Marcus, you've let your feelings be known already on this show. Let them be known again for the people tuning in now. How would you feel about this match and the result of it? Oh, you already knew my result of it, but the match alone started off great. I mean, we saw a fucking curve stomp by Moxley. You know Seth Rollins was in the background. <laughs> Fucking, that was like, good. I told him that. that was good. It's the way it ended. Like He puts him in a fucking sleeper hold and he passes him out. No, pair, no fucking DDT and pinfall. No, he passed him out. Brian fucking sucks. He, this is his seventh loss Bro, in he, a row. He hit him with two of them, though. He hit him with two Death Riders. Yeah. And the fucking counter off the Bret Hart move into that sleeper was off the Bret. Sick. The Bret Hart move, I thought, had it. I said in the chat, I was like, Bret Hart, Hart, Hart roll He Bret didn't Hart even roll get the pin. That's how good Mox is. He fucking spun him right into it. Yeah, I fucking loved it. No, I'm not going to bad talk Mox. I mean, he's obviously... It's carrying that company, which what pissed me off of him winning it was what was the fucking point of taking it off of him? Oh, because they were in fucking Chicago. They were going to let Punk win it one more time before he Punk fucked up. To ruin the company, yeah. But that was his... Punk! That was his... Punk! Fuck that guy. Burn that shirt. Right? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I thought he was about to say fuck the Bears, too, because they lost to the Packers. It's the way the match ended. Like, Mox puts him in a sleeper hold and he just passes out. And, like, it just makes Brian, what makes him just go back and retire? You lost fucking six, seven big matches in a row. I don't see him winning anymore. Well, he just won two in a row before this. Well, he lost like six big matches. He lost like, he lost to Daniel Garcia. That was and a then, big ball. Beat him. But 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 he beat, beat him, him before that. Though. He lost to Daniel Garcia because Hager interfered. He lost to he Jericho. He lost to fucking Jericho. And then he and beat then, him. And then he beat him. And Jericho low blowed him to win just like and then he, he did beat, tonight. And then, and then, and then he, he beat him. And then, and then he beat his loss against Hangman. Obviously, Brian must not be a hundred percent. Ever since he got hurt back in June, I don't think he's a hundred percent. He's looked Man. 100%. The matches have been fucking sick. It's yeah. Just, yeah I mean, good match. It just it. good match. I just didn't like the way it ended. Oh, okay, okay. Put the put this. I loved the end. Yes, 
If, if you wanted Brian Janison to win, would you have been fine for him to lose to MJF? In a yeah. I would have been fine for either, but we knew how he was sitting in the suites. He still had his suit on, playing with his poker chip. I was like, okay, he ain't cashing that in tonight. And I'm looking at the time. They rushed the ending. I'm waiting to see if they shake hands and shit. No, he kind of shoved Regal a bit, then the camera cut off. That's what else pissed me off about the ending. They immediately rushed it to play a fucking movie yeah. after whatever the fuck was playing. And I was like... You don't even see him put the belt on Moxley. Somebody has a video on uh, Twitter I, of him. I saw a picture of them hugging. I saw a picture of Mox and Brian hugging. And then they, them and Regal were like a three-way stare. And then there was a video of Brian, not Brian, Mox laying on the ramp holding the title saying this title made the company or some shit. It was like a fan recorded video in in the attendance. I didn't get to watch it because I yeah. my stupid ass didn't have this on mute to watch it. I just scrolled past it. But yeah, there's a video on there him addressing the crowd after he won the title, saying like this this belt made this company or this company made this belt or some shit. All I right. have to go. Can, read you mute, can you mute Dan now? I've had enough. Yeah, I can't even keep. I can't even keep up with Dan. I remember your boy. Now he's saying, just now he's just trolling. I remember your boy. One minute he can't make up his mind. He's saying, "Oh, Britt is the Becky Lynch of AEW." Then he changed his mind. Oh, Britt's the Charlotte Flair. No, of that AEW. was the both of them. But yeah, now he's just trolling. I, I, the only thing I remember seeing Dan say was, anymore. all I remember seeing Dan saying was, "Fuck Young Bucks." CM Punk number one, and like. Yeah, it ain't thing. funny anymore. It's just dumb now. That's my thing. You don't I'm want ready. to be the son of flair of anything. Fuck that. I, I'm just I just want to be in the elite. I just want to <laughs> and Mox cut a promo on the stage. Yeah, I just talked about that, Tom. Yeah. Okay. I want being the elite back. That's all the thing I'm gonna say before I hand it off to uh Bakley. Speak Bakley, you ready for Sunday? Unforgiven 2006. Oh yeah, the Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Give it to Give yeah, it Sam. <laughs> no, I, I like the match. I liked it. Like I was hoping that Danerson would win, but then like realizing I don't want him to win just to lose it right away. It would take away from his no. first title ring. Like a lot of people put credit into the fact that John Moxie has been a workhorse. It was actually supposed to take six weeks of vacation before a, a dumbass like CM Punk went on his tirade in the media scrum. And then have his boy, and then have his boy A Steel bite uh, Kenny Omega's uh, arm, which if, if you look at uh, yeah, I'm Kenny on a diet, I work with fucking kids. That's how he said it. While he's eating his fucking cookie. And, All of them cookies yeah, came from Subway. It was kind of funny. I was watching. Don't forget Tony with his. I'm serious. I'm not going to take this. I was watching an interview with. I was watching an interview with Kenny Omega in Japan, and he has the bite marks still on his arm. Put them on here. Jarrett, you're welcome. Whenever, whenever you want, I will send you the link. You're welcome. Yeah, get your point shaven ass in here. Yeah, freedom of speech being cut. But it was. it was you the right speak. thing to do. Speak yeah. away. I'll never cut your speech. Talk yeah, away. I'm obviously <laughs> joking yeah. when I yeah. say cut him. But yeah. You, sir, are correct. Yeah, yeah. No, you talk away. Talk away. Enjoy. Shout out to Let Freedom Ring. Check him out. Yeah, I love I love Dan. I love everything Dan does, dude. Yeah, brother, I'm brother. enjoying it all. 
Yeah. He's he's the baseball softball guy. I'm just sarcastic <laughs> and I don't know you and I don't agree with a lot of what you're saying, but we're just having fun here, Danny boy. And quite frankly, I don't really agree with anything that Dan has said, yeah. but I will keep showing the comments exactly. because I will let yeah. freedom speak, baby. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. I, I can't I need to get off here because I'm too drunk and I need to eat. <laughs> you need what? a joint? We're rapping. What? We're rapping big. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm no, like, it, uh, it was a, it was a great match. You, you had right guy go over Moxley uh, because at the end of the day, it, he was the guy who was champion before CM Punk. He's the guy that was starting a thing with uh, MGF when MJF showed up two weeks ago. They've been cutting those promos together. I think it happens that four gear. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it out of nowhere. It's just going to be like, hey. Bite me at four gear, and then he'll get his guys to help him win the match. MJF goes over and wins. Sorry about that. <laughs> he goes over. He goes. He goes over and wins, and boom. But I liked how he. he what's his name? Brian Danson uh, breaks out of the of the DDT not once but twice, and then you think he has at the end, but then it gets reversed, and then Bulldog. And then put some respect on that bulldog's name because he's been using that as his finisher half sure. the time to win matches by submission. Yeah, you don't you don't expect it to happen, but it's been a staple of him for, for the past six months to a year. Ever since that match with I think MJF last year, that's how he beat him. Yep. Was well, he he did do the, the paradigm shift, but then I think he got him with the the bulldog choke mm-hmm. at at the end, and he's that been was doing two that two years ago. And he's he's been doing it ever since then. I think it's been a great uh, like move. Especially since he joined BCC, yeah. he's been doing it a lot more. Exactly. He's just been he's been the guy in AEW. This is his third Ace. time entering. Ace. Woo. Ace. Go Ace. Go Ace. Go Ace. <laughs> Go Ace. But I, I dug the match. Uh, I liked it. Moxie gets put over, and he's going to have to put that uh, vacation on hold until November. <laughs> Justin? I thought the main event was awesome. Like, I think Moxley going over was the right decision. Like, I would rather Mox have at least a semi-decent title run, because even I just said it before, like, can we just cut with the bullshit now at this point? Because so far, every time Mox has gotten that title back, it's just been associated with some bullshit and we need to like get the fuck past that. Let Moxley have a semi decent run and then get to MJF and then MJF takes it from there. And then we go with from there and then you can have Brian win the title eventually down the line. I would rather that happen than Brian have this really short run and then just drop the title to MJF and then not get it back. Cause you know, if MJF wins the title, he is not going to drop it immediately. Like, I would rather Brian win it later on, Moxley have a decent run, and then MJF go on his freaking run, and then solid. Like, it did. Yeah. the ending was kind of disappointing. That was just like, we were about to see what was about to happen, and they were just rushing it off fucking TV. I'm like, well, you didn't give it any goddamn time to process anything. So, <laughs> but overall, main event was just awesome. So, I'm fine with the ending. Like I said, show all together was just solid. I agree with every word Justin just said there, verbatim. Like, yeah, that that was awesome. Um, 
you know how I've felt the whole way. I'd predicted Danielson. I thought it was the logical move, but if you know he's going to hand it to MJF, I what Justin just said, it's like let him get his moment later. Because we know MJF is gonna have a long run. You know, maybe Mox holds it if it's only two months, you know, whatever. I assume he's gonna have some defenses in there and like as we were saying, all the bullshit that's happened over these past few months with the title. Let's forget it happened, and we are where we are right now. Doesn't it feel right that John Moxley is the world champion in AEW? Doesn't he, he fucking right deserve it? it? Through all the hog shit, through CM Punk bullshit fuck, John Moxley as the AEW world champion feels right. As much as I wanted and thought Danielson would win tonight... And they gave, for me personally, a sh- pretty shocking result because I didn't expect it. And when they can throw me off, I always like that because I feel like, you know, all of us usually have a pretty good idea of who's going to win these things. And uh, they they swerved us a little bit tonight. Um, yeah, I'm thrilled with it, especially like the ending saved. I don't again, I don't want to say saved the show for me because it was still a really good show, but like made it worthy of being the big show that it was um because that ending to pack orange still just sucked it out of me a little bit i just wanted that to keep going a little bit but uh yeah i'm happy very happy and tk you know and justin you know we talked last week so happy that mjf didn't cash it in tonight because it just hadn't been established on television that he could now it has now it's like okay he can cash that in whenever he wants. You know, they didn't really get in the weeds of the money in the bank, but I think we know that that can happen now at least. So I'm very glad that that didn't happen. I thought the match fucking ruled. As I said, I loved the finish of the Bret Hart <clears throat> attempt immediately countered into the Bulldog, which, like Bakley said, has been a finisher for a lot of his matches lately. Um you know, Danielson had a hell of a performance. I don't I think he's looked great since coming back. Yeah, the results haven't been there of late, but the guy's gonna get his moment, no doubt about it. Um, and he's gonna keep doing great shit until that point. But uh yeah, AEW in the last month has been fantastic. Uh let's keep the train rolling and uh I'm excited. Toot toot all the way to full gear. <laughs> Yeah, I was very surprised. When the tournament was first announced, I said it was going to be John Moxley versus Hangman in the finals. Moxley wins without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. 20 of you motherfuckers convinced me that it was going to be Brian's turn and Brian was going to get the win. All the way to the point where I was like, sure, Mox deserves a vacation. Give Brian the win. Let him feud with MJF into full gear. Let MJF get the win. But no, at the end of the day, Mox getting his third title reign and being the first three-time AEW world champion is right. And if he is just going to lose the belt or if whomever is going to lose the belt to MJF at presumably full gear, then sure, let it be Mox instead of Brown. Or you don't want to hear this, Brett, but let Andrade win the battle royal on Rampage on Friday. And when Andrade wrestles Mox on a random dynamite in November or whenever the fuck it is between now and full gear, Andrade works him, Mox wins, MJF walks out and cashes in then. I'm fine I, with that now. 
Now that it's been established that, that that's what the chip can be used for, I'm good with it. But unless I was missing something, that had never been no, said it, it, it had it had never been said tonight. So that was my big. That was right. just my whole gripe with the whole thing. Well, look, technically, certain ones they made a point to tell you, uh, the winner will get a title shot at a place in time. Yeah, on the what, they didn't say on, on this one, they didn't say that. So yeah. it was all about the wording. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm happy. But again, now I'm fine with that happening for sure. Yeah, so I think that Mox winning allows for Andrade to win the Battle Royal. You have Andrade to set up a quick feud with Mox. MJF can either cash in on Mox or MJF could wrestle Mox at full gear with the help of the firm winning the belt from Mox. Mox can go on his vacation then. I was all gung-ho about Brian winning now because I don't love Mox. Mox, again, is my favorite wrestler in the world. But I thought that at this point, Brian deserves a win. But as I said on the pregame show to the Grand Slam um, event tonight, Brian's able to lose. Brian lost to Hangman. Brian lost, just lost to Daniel Garcia. Brian can take a loss from Mox, recover the next night, and be just fine. Can Mox take that loss from Brian and recover and be fine? I don't know, and I didn't know. And we don't have to deal with it now. I love the Bret Hart fucking pin in the corner. Nothing is better than when he does that. When Brian went for it on Mox, Mox shut it down. But again, we have to remember, he hit the paradigm shift in the ring to a close two. He hit the paradigm shift on the steel entrance ramp to a close two. And I'm like, all right, it's Brian's time. It's Brian's moment. Brian's going to fight out of it. And then when Mox just choked him, I was like, oh, no, Mox is that dominant motherfucker. Mox is that guy. Mox is the top guy in That's AEW. The That's the best thing about that finish is just think about it. He out-wrestled Brian. Yep. That's yes. crazy. Yep, yep, because Brian went for the wrestling maneuver from the wrestling icon, and Mox just said, I'm going to choke your nah. fucking ass out, dude. <laughs> Ain't fucking happening. Choked his ass out. And at the end of the day, I text Brett, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And he's like, you don't love Mox. And I was just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Again, no, no. I was being a prick there, yeah. obviously. And I, I'm, no, because, I'm dripping in sarcasm right, all the no, time, fellas. And I understand, but I just thought that if, if it was Brian's time, cement his legacy in AEW, you are the AEW world champion. But maybe, just maybe, he didn't want to be the guy who followed CM Punk's ROH world title run CM Punk's WWE world title run and CM Punk's AEW title run. Maybe there will be a gap. MJF gets the belt in a couple months. And then you have the Brian MJF feud. What I'm most excited about, though, is what we didn't see on TV. Last week, we got teased friction between Yuta and Brian. This week, we get teased friction between Regal and Brian. We know that Daniel Garcia is Brian's boy. We know that Wheeler Yuta is presumably John Moxley's boy. Regal said he couldn't sleep for days about this. Are we going to get a BCC rift? That is what I'm most excited for. We got the world title. Now on Moxley. MJF can cash in whenever. Brian's pissed. Chris Jericho is the <laughs> ROH world champion. BCC lost. BCC is all over it, though. Brian can go for it. Is Where is Garcia? What's Wheeler Yuta doing? So many stories. But BCC, Jericho, world titles, the firm, MJF, new tag team champions. Swerve look better than ever. Wardlow and Samoa Joe are tag teaming on fucking Rampage. Again, the firm look better than ever. 
the House of Black, Darby <laughs> and Sting against the head that got chopped off. Brody, buddy, let's go. Where is Miro? Give me Miro! Let's go, A.E.G.O. We're going to go. That was your great. Four weeks Can't... over one million. Four over a million. If you don't like it, stop watching it. We going four over one million. Let's go. Marcus, where can the people find you? You can find me at MarcusElite337 on Twitter. Worldly Podcasts at Worldly Pod and ATB Saints on YouTube. Bakley. You can find me at the UW Pod. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming. I knew it was coming. Same. Well, well it says it right there, but no. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can find me on Twitter at Cage IQ, on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Cage My IQ. You can find me there, and I'm also Cage My IQ on Instagram and Twitch as well. Justin, where can the people find you? Not on you Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me only on Twitter at JustTime211, In Time Wrestling Podcast. Find it, listen to it, enjoy it if you do. If you don't, fine by me. Brett, what about you, brother? At Brainbuster Boys, Twitter, Instagram, Visionaries Global Media, all major podcast podcast platform. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, that's it. I need to eat my leftover Chipotle, baby. Enjoyed the enjoyed that trimester episode you did. Thank you. Yeah, it gets real nerdy. It gets real nerdy. I will be listening to it tomorrow because I got all the time in the world while I'm at work. So. <coughs> be sure to check out our latest episode, The Rebirth of NXT. Check out my recent episode. We went to 2002 for a rebellion show that ended up Ooh. that ended up being way better than just from what it seemed. So <laughs> we got ATP Saints tomorrow covering the Carolina Panthers game, and then Sunday, Bakley and I are going to record. Unforgiven 2006. Bakley, did you want to plug your latest episode before um, I do my thing and we get out of here? <laughs> well, we, it was only the preview of this uh, show, so I did that. And there's no <laughs> UFC event this week, so I didn't do anything with that. But I'll be doing a preview of Fight Night, uh, which will be on October 1st. That will be available on Sunday or Monday. Hell yeah. And to everyone who tuned in, thank you so much. Everyone who commented, thank you so much. Definitely check out the World Elite Podcast, ATB Saints, up on YouTube, ATB Network. Definitely check out Cage My IQ right here on YouTube. The In Time Wrestling Podcast on most major audio platforms. Spotify. Check out Justin on Twitter. Justin is literally the man. My partner, everyone's partner. And check out Brett, the Brain Buster Boys, all audio platforms, Visionary Global Media Network, and this show, the Wrestling Index Podcast, right here on Floor Slapper Sports YouTube, FloorSlapperSports.com, all major audio platforms, and the Visionary Global Media Network. Again, to everyone who tuned in, thank you so much. Everyone who commented, thank you so much. Everyone who will listen, thank you so much. You four handsome motherfuckers. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll be back next Wednesday, and I'll be back way before then. Check me out, FloorSuckerSports.com. We out. Scissor me, daddy ass. Yes,